1: To live, Mike, as we wrap up the one o'clock hour, I wanted to squeeze in a conversation here, an important one that started on yesterday's program and stems from an opinion piece published in the Wall Street Journal. The headline, written uh, by Joseph Epstein, opinion contributor for the Wall Street Journal, reads, Is there a doctor in the White House? Not if you need an MD. Subheadline reads, Jil- Jill Biden should think about dropping the honorific which feels fraudulent, even comic. The author goes on to uh, make a case, make their case, rather, uh, for why he feels that due to the fact that Jill Biden, uh, the the next first lady of the United States, spouse of President-elect Joe Biden, uh, believes that uh, despite despite her having earned a doctor of education, that her her honorific should not be that of doctor. In his piece, he writes, "Any chance you might drop the doctor before your name, Doctor Jill Biden, sounds and feels fraudulent, not to say a touch comic." And when I read that, my first reaction was, "All right, man, calm down. That's it's absurd. Every people." You know, they'd like to be called different things. And if you have earned a Ph.D. or a doctor of education or a doctor of any uh, field of study, I think we here on planet Earth have well accepted the fact that you uh, can rightfully so, uh, you know, bear the title of doctor. And we're smart enough to know there's a distinction or that there can be a distinction between, uh, you know, a medical doctor being referred to as doctor and a, you know, a, a doctorate degree holder. Being referred to as doctor, we, we, it's been that way for a, for a good long time. We understand the distinction, and and that was all. That was my that was the sum and substance to my reaction. I came down on the side of Doctor Jill Biden because I believe that uh, she has made it very clear that she would like that honorific to be affixed to her name. And she's earned the right to do so, in my view. And this uh, Mr. Epstein, Wall Street Journal opinion writer, uh, speaking so strongly against that, I thought he was off base. Then, as the conversation, uh, you know, kind of grew, and I, I spoke with other people about it, uh, I, I was met with something that I had not myself considered: uh, that that the attack leveled against Dr. Jill Biden by Joseph Epstein, uh, was not merely one based in pettiness, but also one based in sexism. I will admit that I, I didn't see that, and it bothered me that, that I didn't see that, because that was the overwhelming reaction by the people who I you know come to respect and, and work with and know, and some of the strong women in my life who saw blatant sexism in this call by Joseph Epstein. And so to, to help me understand this, uh, I've welcomed to the – or I've invited to the program uh, Susan Madsen, director of Utah Women in Leadership Project, now at the uh, Utah Utah State University. She was back and forth with producer Amy, and uh, Ms. Madsen has some some strong feelings on this. Uh, Susan, welcome to the program, and l- let me ask you, uh, what is the, the honorific of your choosing?
0: Uh, doctor.
1: Dr. Madsen. <laughs> Dr. 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 Madsen, Mil- very good.
0: I have earned it, and I appreciate that you – Understand that, you know, all universities and colleges, you're calling people doctor or professor, you know, all of the time. So so the argument that he made was kind of interesting, not not
1: accurate. The 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 first text message to come in just moments ago, asked the question, would this be different if she was a man? That gives way to some of the accusations of sexism on the part of Mr. Epstein. How do you feel that that sexism comes into play here if you do?
0: Well, many of us would just, if if we're, you know, aware of the research around or the conversations around sexism, as you already mentioned, see sexism in that. And it's very easy to see specifically if you're aware of that. Um, and so one of the reasons that it's so easy for, like me, to see is I know the research. And the research is very clear that these kinds of things happen more towards women than towards men. And for instance, even if you are, let's say, a medical, a doctor, the research is quite clear that oftentimes if, let's say, there's four doctors standing in a row row, and three are men and one is a woman, and someone is introducing the doctors and they'll say Dr. Jones, Dr. Smith, Dr. Madsen, and Jill or, you know, Julie. And Julie is a doctor as well. So even what the research is very clear about, and anecdotal evidence as well, that even when women do earn those, that oftentimes people don't think, and sometimes it's just subtle and they don't get it, and sometimes it's intentional. So there's many examples of that and lots of research that says that oftentimes people really struggle when women have those titles or want to be called by those titles, and if it was a man, there often is just not an issue. So it's the, the gut feeling that the women around you have, have felt is really supported by the research.
1: Are, are there are there trends? Is there any reason for optimism? If we set aside the writings of this Mr. Epstein and the and the controversies surrounding you know the honorific of Dr. Jill Biden, are, are there trends to indicate that we're getting better? It, it feels like what you're describing uh, was probably more prevalent in the past, that it's an antiquated view that hopefully we're moving away from. Is that accurate?
0: I think there's some progress but it is very, the sexism in general is divided into two elements. Well, more than that, but two big chunks. So one is hostile sexism, and one is what's called benevolent sexism. And I think it's a bit of a continuum because there's things in the middle as well. And I would think that we are moving away some, some I would say, of the hostile sexism, although I get constant stories on email of people telling jokes about women's bodies or outright seeing in meetings, you know, that's women's work. Those kinds of things are really still hostile. So we're still seeing those. I'm thinking, I'm hoping we're going to get a little better with those, but that subtle sexism and sometimes what we call benevolent sexism is so alive and well still. And I think when you get into some of the younger generations, some of those things might be getting better, but still, when you look across the board, especially here in Utah, I do so much research and talking to hundreds, if not thousands of women in Utah, you, you, on a daily, weekly basis, get those stories. It's still alive and well here.
1: Listen, Dr. Matson, I am so grateful to you for joining us here today. I'm sorry to cut this conversation short because there's much more that I need to learn, and I'm grateful to you for uh, helping me get there. Uh, but Dr. Matson, I, I'm grateful to you for your time and your insight on this topic. Thanks, Lee. Alrighty, uh, that again, Dr. Susan Madsen, director of Utah Women in Leadership Project at Utah State University. Uh, we're going to take a break here, but I want to hear from you. Have you have you heard of this issue? Yeah, J- Jill Biden, first lady to be here in the United States. I, I, I'm, my my instinct is to call her first lady elect, but I, I don't think that's a thing. Uh, but the, the woman who will be the next first lady of the United States, Dr. Uh, Jill Biden, there's been an opinion piece written in the Wall Street Journal uh, inviting her to drop the doctor. What do you think about that? Is it a sexist request? Is he off base? Should we refer to her as a doctor? 57500 is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. And the phone line open to you right now is 801 KSL Talk, 801 575 8255. Your views next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. We are uh, now continuing a conversation which started yesterday after the publication in the Wall Street Journal of an opinion piece written by uh, a gentleman named Joseph Epstein. Mr. Epstein writes under the headline, is there a doctor in the White House? Not if you need an M.D. Subheadline sums it up and says Jill Biden should think about dropping the honorific, which feels fraudulent, even comic. Well, when I read that, honestly, once I got to that subheadline, I thought, "Okay, this guy's full of it. And as I continued reading, it struck me more and more that, you know, is this one of those that's like controversy for controversy's sake? One of those clickbaity type type uh, pieces that gets us? I think the answer is yes. I think that the effort here was to uh, say, look at me, look at me, look at my controversial statement. And that even the, the, the very, very loud denunciation which he, the author, and the Wall Street Journal have received for publishing this, I, I, think, I think that's a victory. Look at it this way. I have, I heard of this through the grapevine yesterday. I was shooting the breeze with a coworker here at KSL News Radio, and it was just in conversation that I heard reference made uh, to this piece. And it was because of that reference and the controversy that it stirred up that I took to Google and Googled my way over to it. And so my eyeballs are here, and I've got pulled up in front of me. And I see all the uh, the ads that are here on the site. I see the uh, the other articles that are available, and I wonder if that was the intent. I wonder if it was to get people like me and people like you listening to to just click your way over there. Did we get clickbaited? I, I think the answer is probably yes. But with that said, it does bring up an interesting question, and I am sure that. Uh, I'm sure that you have in your life, in your professional, your personal life, maybe even within your own family, encountered individuals who uh, bear certain honorifics, doctor, professor, something like that, and have been uh, you know, kind of insistent that you call them by that term. My question to you is, uh, you know, regardless of whether or not it was crafted to be clickbaity or not, is the author of this piece here about uh, Dr. Jill Biden. And you'll, you'll hear me use her honorific doctor because I believe, contrary to what the author believes here, I believe that it's wholly appropriate that she, the holder of a doctor of education degree from the University of Delaware, I believe it is wholly appropriate that we refer to her as such. And I think that for years and years we have known that, yeah, there's ob- obviously a distinction between uh, medical doctors and those with PhDs or doctors of various fields, all right? We, we understand that not everyone referred to as doctor is a medical doctor, all right? You know, we're, we're all adults. Anyway, so I put the question to you, five seven five eight two five five. 8255 What do you think? Should she or others, uh, you know, be insistent upon using this title they have earned— uh, let's go to the the phone lines. First off, call comes from Salt Lake. Linda, calling up. Well, Linda, what do you think?
0: Martin Luther King is a doctor, and he's not a medical doctor. That's I just think this whole thing is petty. I mean, you know, she worked hard for that, and for in her studies to get where she got, and it's, you know, I just think how petty can you get? I mean, I think we need to be thinking about getting this. The virus gone and moving on and getting the issues solved and not saying so and so shouldn't wear pink or blue or whatever. It's just so petty. Yeah. I just can't believe it.
1: Yeah. Well, Linda, listen. Thank you for for listening. I I agree. I agree that especially some of the language used by uh, Mr. Epstein in his Wall Street Journal opinion piece uh, petty to call to call her use of the title doctor to be fraudulent or even comic. That is, that's that's awful uh, that's disgusting. It's deplorable. You know, uh, we are adults. We understand that you earned the title a doctor through a number, uh, a number of different ways. And also, too, I am. Uh, I'll admit that I didn't pick up on the sexism my first reading of this article. But as I have spoken to, uh, you know, some of the the, the women in my life, uh, most recently, uh, Doctor Susan Madsen, who joined us on the line from Utah State University, the director of uh, Utah Women and Leadership Project, uh, she spelled out a very clear case why this is uh, more than just uh, a petty call for Dr. Biden to drop that honorific, uh, but also, as Dr. Madsen described it, uh, an example of sexism and a practice that is uh, alive and unfortunately well throughout our society in, in both public and private spheres. It's an unfortunate thing. I've also uh, made a call here for text messages. Text messages uh, are rolling in uh, just get in reaction to uh, both the opinion piece in the Wall Street Journal and the the issue uh, at large. Um, this one says, I agree, Lee. We always refer to Indiana as Dr. Jones, right? OK, all right. Calm down. Calm down. I know there are plenty of, uh, you know, Indiana Jones jokes. There are Dr. Pepper jokes. There's uh, Dr. Dre jokes to be made. All right, well, right. Let's set those aside. Uh, let's get through. Let's get through the issue at hand here first. Um, the. One text writes in, I think he's making an issue of a non-issue. I don't think she cares, but I'm perfectly happy to honor her achievements by addressing her as Dr. Biden. That's an important thing to point out. There isn't there isn't any example of Dr. Biden uh, you know, demanding that she be referred to as doctor here. It's not that Joseph Epstein, the author of this Wall Street Journal opinion piece, is claiming that there has been or pointing to an example of uh, Dr. Jill Biden, you know, saying, How dare you refer to me as anything other than doctor? No, no, it's not that. It's not that. He's generally, generally offering his uh, off base commentary on uh, the appearance, in written form mostly. Of Dr. Jill Biden. Anyway, uh, another another text comes in, uh, kind of on the other side of this. Uh, I never once called a professor doctor throughout several college degrees. Unless you're an MD, I would never call you a doctor. Anyone ever called their dentist doctor? I am, however, outraged by a lack of women in the construction industry working today. All I see is men doing the danger, doing the dangerous uh, cold work. I think. Uh, that time it be made fair. Okay, I think it's about time that it be made fair. Uh, and then joking, joking, of course. To that first point, uh, yeah, I, I can't agree with that. Uh, I, as I have in the college setting during my you know educational life, uh, if the professor held a Ph.D., they were Dr. So-and-so. And, in fact, uh, my dentist, I can remember uh, Dr. Munger. Yeah, that's the only way. I, in fact, I have no idea what his first name is. Munger was his name, Dr. Munger, as I was growing up. That's all I knew him as, and he was the dentist. So uh, this is a distraction. It's a clickbait, and uh, unfortunately, it is revealing of uh, of a sad truth that permeates uh, among society, and I am grateful to people like uh, Dr. Madsen, uh, again, Director of Utah Women in Leadership Project at Utah State University, for helping me understand this. Uh, All right, we're going to leave that there. Feel free to send more text messages in. Uh, I'd love to get those and collect them up. Uh, five seven five zero z- yeah another another text comes in. I always refer to my dentists as doctor. Of course you do. five seven five zero zero the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Quick break. When we return, I want to talk to you about an outgoing member of Congress, Representative Paul Mitchell, has served for a long time as a Republican, and in the waning days of his time in Congress, he's made a stunning announcement. He's switching parties, at least leaving the Republican Party. Why is that? What effect will it have? And where have we seen this elsewhere? That's all next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.
0: Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport.
1: There's desperation and anguish.
0: More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America, but this story is still unfolding.